missing the boat, what will happen? In all likelihood, you will end up being one of the masses of people who, toward the end of their life, regret they didn't do things a bit differently. If you duck the issue now, then in 20 years' time, you'll realise that your life's big mistake was to spend too much time working and that, as a result, you missed out on some of the most important things there are. The first step is to take on the issue of work-life balance and to work out if yours is as good as it can be. If you find that it is perfect, then great, congratulations. But you may find that things could benefit from a bit of tinkering. A definition. What is work-life balance? It's a measure of how much time you work and how much you have left for other things in your life. One way of measuring it is to simply take the total number of hours you are awake each week and subtract from it the total number of hours you are working, travelling to or from work, or thinking about work. The smaller the number you have left, the more out of balance your life may be. I say maybe because there are subjective factors at work here. Some people love their job and would genuinely prefer to be working than doing almost anything else. Others keenly resent the amount of time they feel they have to work. Assessing your work-life balance involves asking yourself some hard questions. It means working out whether you feel that you are working too much, and if you are, figuring out how you can work less. The aim is to achieve a balanced life, which I define as a life where you have sufficient time to properly engage with and discover other things that are important to you outside work. That may be family, it may be golf, it may be gardening, it may be going to the races, or it may be all those things and more. Of course, we all need to earn an income, and that is where the balance comes in. How do we balance the need we have to earn the money required to feed, clothe, and buy books for ourselves and our dependents against the desire we have to enjoy life's other pleasures? By the end of this book, you should be closer to an answer. Chapter 1. Why People Don't Lead Balanced Lives Before we discuss strategies that you can use to rebalance your life, it's worth trying to work out why people are so quick to notice that their work-life balance is not as they would like it to be, but so slow in acting to try to change it. What holds us back? Lack of motivation? Fear? Insecurity? A sense that there's nothing that can be done. The whinge-action discrepancy. In most areas of life, once a problem is identified, action is taken to fix it. If you open the fridge and find the ice cream has melted, you ring the fridge fixer. At work, whenever a problem is identified, a client says their truckload of widgets didn't arrive. Steps are immediately taken to rectify it. If you had a sore tooth and the pain was diminishing your quality of life, you would be in the dentist's waiting room reading last century's magazines as soon as you could get an appointment. Why, then, do we allow work-life balance problems, which also diminish our quality of life, to persist year after year? There are many reasons why the idea of addressing work-life balance may not initially be attractive. You may love your job and enjoy spending lots of time doing it. You may believe that all this talk of work-life balance is all very nice, but you damn well need the money that only working long hours can provide. You may believe that it is impossible to do your job properly unless you work long hours. You may even think that the hours you work are, all things considered, quite reasonable, given that in return you get a decent whack of money. 
Let's deal firstly with some of the perceived obstacles that prevent people from examining and adjusting their work-life balance and how to overcome them. Then we'll examine the benefits of embarking on an in-depth examination of your circumstances and discuss how making some changes to your life could actually make it better. After that, we'll go on to discuss some of the changes you can make that could improve your work-life balance. Obstacles to achieving work-life balance and how to overcome them. There's nothing I can do. One reason many people continue to lead unbalanced lives is that they believe that there is nothing they can do to change their circumstances. They may feel trapped by the demands of their job or by the employer's attitude or by the financial demands on them to support themselves and their family. The idea that there is nothing you can do to change your work-life balance is rarely correct. Someone says their work hours are out of their control and they are completely unable to do anything. It allows them to take on the long-suffering air of the hard-working martyr and to feel good about themselves for being a noble, self-sacrificing provider. But it's very rarely the case that things have to be this way. If, for example, you're employed in a factory working fixed-term shifts set by a machine...